0: The Protect Your Neck Podcast, UFC 296 Recap. Recap and results from the card, from the year, prospect picks, bets, and everything in between. Let's go. podcast. I'm your host, Dan Tom, and Lucy's work you can find over at MMA Junkie as well as theactionnetwork.com. But on this here program, the Protect Your Neck podcast, we break down high level MMA uh, in a slightly different way. Nothing to really look forward to this weekend. Of course, I'm recording it on a Saturday as opposed to a Thursday. Been a bit of a crazy week. Apologies. I know there's, uh, I forgot, uh, you know, the, uh, the old, uh, Saudi Arabia sports wash is going on right now. Big boxing card. You know, you usually don't see them stacked like that, but, uh, Again, whether it be through boxing or uh, even the UFC coming up this next year, I think we're all gonna uh, be familiar with uh, that term. Uh, (laughs) Regardless, what a way to start this show, Dan! What a way to piss off the demographic of MMA, because you know, keep politics out of sports. Despite you know, we'll recap uh, UFC 296, and again, like I kind of always say, uh, (laughs) even though it's us media that usually get the bag for you know interjecting the politics, boy, do these. Pay-per-view, shout out to Bill Burr, feel like the, uh, you know, it's like the Republican National Convention every time. Um, but uh, we, we, we had for a, an entertaining card, uh, perhaps toward the end, until toward the end, well, you know, the prelims started pretty hot, we'll check the timestamps if you're listening in the future, of course, uh, I'm going to be, uh, that's going to be the focus of the show, so I'll timestamp when that starts, we're going to use the beginning of the show, though, to not get off track, but just to kind of tie up uh, ends, we're gonna you know recap uh kind of uh year end results before we ca- recap the fallout and you know individual uh final card results for UFC 296. Thank you all for joining me, by the way. Great to see you guys, Jimmy Kudo in the house, uh, the moderators with the mostest there, Ghostus of course uh, Makato Kayagoku who uh, I'm gonna give you an extra shout there for uh, contributing uh, one of many contributing to potential Nekis, which we'll also cover here as well but yeah we're gonna you know uh, recap uh, you know my prospects piece uh, main card picks um, uh, betting results so uh, analysis forecasting all the different kind of beats and hats that I wear um, as an analyst which is a silly title uh as uh you know and as we see, you know, with the uh with the award shows, uh, you know, that just happened, you know, with fighters only and some karate combat. I, I did go to karate combat, didn't go to the award show. Um and of course we had the fight. So it was a big, big fight week. It was pretty crazy. And uh everybody feels like they're getting sick and uh you know, uh I, I think between like going crazy on the workout schedule finally getting that consistency I've been working toward and getting healthy. Uh, maybe burning the candles at both ends and uh, yeah whatever I was struggling with sinus infection wise came roaring back um, you know especially after like we were joking at karate combat with the way it was packed in we're like yeah even people that travel like normally on the beats and stuff like shout out to my guy Jose Young's for Jose Young, sorry <laughs> uh, from MMA fighting and other people who actually like travel even you know it's bad when they're like yeah if I'm gonna get sick it's here I'm like dude you travel all the time for this UFC beat for your work but um, but yeah, they definitely packed it in over at karate combat. Was 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 fun. Was nice to see familiar faces though. Um, maybe we'll talk about that. You guys, of course, can pitch your questions. You can direct the show. Keep me in line, maybe. <laughs> of course, you guys can contribute. Uh, subscribe, like. It's all appreciated. It does help. Um, you know, the show could use it because you know, results wise, you know, even like when we're gonna get into you know, um, Amazon shouts and and listener stuff as well. Uh, you know, uh. Uh, Got got the list here actually up for you guys. I'm actually prepared, but yeah, man, I was just even looking like um, there are no uh, new iTunes reviews. Uh, Perhaps there's been you know new five star ratings, which is fine if you guys you know uh, don't want to burn the calories uh, to write the review or don't feel comfortable with that. But the five star ratings definitely help because uh, it's it's a good way to kind of start it. It, Let's start it with a little bit more. Love from the house. I want to sh- shout you guys and actually get you guys on the screen here. We got Jimmy Kudo 598, my man. So appreciative of you guys. I really want to give you, make sure, giving you guys your uh, shouts. Makadu Kai Goku, thank you for hanging out again and sh- you know, shouting contributions. What a way to end the year to be on your show, Dan Ghost. Ah, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys showing up. It's a weird start time today. Again, it just been. Sick, fighting it from all angles and stuff. And uh Merry Christmas, DT. All the best uh, for a prosperous twenty twenty four, brother. Did you guys already celebrate Christmas over there in Australia? <laughs> how did, how does the time? Work? How how far are you guys ahead? Yeah, I was hoping to make it down there too as well. Um, and, and 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 again, my my travel plans are going to be postponed. It's probably more looking like Thailand. But uh, uh, a if I do well, maybe I will do Australia because I can get down there for really cheap. It's more just um. Money, you know, uh, like, like it is for all of us. I'm no, I'm no different, folks. You know, so um, it's it's that whole game. Uh, James Kendrick, this is gonna be an awesome show. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm actually recapping on a winning week, which is great. Uh, so I definitely will, will try not to get uh too dour in the recap, but I, I do need to give uh a whole year, you know, kind of recap. It's it's kind of deserved to do as we lead into the two ninety six. But again. This uh, this show is much about you guys as it's about me, especially at this point. Uh my guy Fanyo seems like I made it in time. Uh, yeah, you did, not me so much. Uh you know, but uh thank you guys if you're double screening the boxing fights. I know that the Saudi Arabia shows their pacing is still kind of terrible. Um, you know, from the Fury Nanganu fight, I have apparently from what I'm reading it hasn't changed. So if I can at least like serve with some entertainment on the breaks, that'd be cool. Rain Lamina in the house. Uh, are you the Karate Combat of being a party wombat? Uh, good pun this week. I appreciate that. You know, I I've, I've been listening to more of the. Uh, I don't know if it, that's like a nod to the Jack Slack show because I know um, I'm, I'm gracious enough to get mutual listeners of people I respect like that. Um, but like he does, like a kind of like a rhyme thing in the beginning, and, and, and I think it's hilarious. It always reminds me of you, Rain Laminas. So I don't know if that's what it's from, but I appreciate you bringing that energy to this show. It's it's it. You know. I don't know if we deserve it here, but it's it's awesome and appreciated. Rio says in Truesdale. I'll show up for PYN any day. I appreciate you guys. You guys are you guys are awesome. Um and yeah, you guys have really, really kept me going. Um, you know, uh tough it's also, you know, whatever. There are some evergreen themes, and uh, you know, I'll I'll definitely you know, not shy away from those and whatnot and own up to them. Um it, it, but it's not even like a thing of uh pride or negative uh I feel like I did really good at, you know really trying to be, you know, uh, be positive, push through, consistent, you know, say what you will. Um, I didn't really take very many breaks this year. Again, I took two, I only took my two weeks off that I get as an independent contractor at separate times, both to take care of essentially life stuff. Um, as as a lot of that went down, uh, this year, uh, probably the most since 2020, which makes sense because 2020 was crazier for all of us, but even without the pandemic it would have been a crazy year for me personally with family stuff, you know, becoming primary care for my madre, but she, uh, through all these years of therapy, it's finally gotten, you know, back on her proverbial feet. And uh, there's a bigger family support system in Hawaii where she ultimately wants to be and never wanted to move out here in the first place 30 years ago. So, long story short, but we got her back to Hawaii against all odds and financial hurdles. So that was good. But, uh, but yeah, um, it just came at a weird time because, you know, we started the year off and... Uh, part of it just me should have you know should have been more grateful to call myself out here, um, even though there was plenty of tough beats and I still had that open challenge as far as like you know bad beats go, 2021 and 2022. I still had enough good nights where I had a minimum of two good night, really big nights that year. And I thought I had no big nights this year, but I actually had UFC San Antonio, which was a really big night and really grateful for. I need the MMA analysis guys to come out more often because every time they come out, I, I, I fucking kill it. And it's usually, you know, it's untracked, you know, but like those are my biggest nights and it's great because, you know, you're just hanging out in the sports book with your boys. But, uh, but yeah, I, I figure coming into this year, you know, I use use the dreaded do word, right? Like as if life is fair and, you know, things are like that are happen, you know? Um and uh, you know, I thought I was definitely due. Going to be consistent. Took uh, advice, which I don't dis. I don't. Uh, I don't. You know, uh, regret. In fact, I'm going to still keep with this, despite the stats. I'm about to send your guys away, as far as the betting results go, because we went um, oof minus 20 units, 20.73. Uh, so 20 and just about three quarters on top of that for 2023. It should be a lot worse because oh, well, there's plenty of people with worse records or whatever. Yada yada. Um, But if you look at my style of betting, because again, I do like, uh, you know, I I did some big ones toward the end of the year, but if I do a round robin of four, uh, that's immediately six bets. And then if I do my small parlay of those total, that's immediately seven bets. So that's seven bets of just kind of like lottery dice rolls of small point 17 use to $2, whatever the long shot parlay is. So it's not a lot of money. But stats-wise, again, that's why I hate numbers, especially you know, uh, in all contexts, of course, of course, in this context, right? Um, but yeah, I went 117, 525 for the loss column, and six for the push column. So as bad as that is, as bad as that sounds, and as bad as it'll be used against me, again, the crazy part is for people that actually take the time to contextual- contextualize things in life, which I know is so small, um, I should be down way more than 20 units with whiffing on for 525 bets over the year right but it's because it's those small amounts it's those lottery numbers and so many of those were so close you know and even like having professional gamblers who are proven in the space with the longest sample size who aren't even you know partial to my style of betting like the Luca Furies of the world when those guys come on my show and even are like dude i look over and like there's so many nights where it's just like how did you not get that? You were this close like just a giant swing. When even those people who don't even like track closely and it's not even their those people are giving you that credit. It there is some consolation there, but it's also like, ah, okay, I'm not crazy, but it doesn't make it feel you know any easier. And there's also added pressure this year because um as you guys know, we started the year with uh a bit of a you know, blessing in disguise. I got, you know, more uh, job opportunities at the Action Network, but that came due to, you know... you know, And I'm not going to repeat stuff and try to, you know... Guy's trying to move on and whatever and do his thing. But, like, you know, somebody... And I still don't even know all the details because, again, it wasn't even... It had nothing to do with it. Somebody in this gambling community did some, you know, uh, very dishonest things, which is part and parcel for the gambling community, especially people who tout in any sort of fashion and charge money, and that's not a thing against it. I've had people on this show. I shout people at Patreons. I support and shout their patrons It's nothing... It's not a blanket statement. Don't take offense, folks. But you guys know what I'm talking about. There are some dishonest folk who kind of ruin it for the bunch. And uh, it was kind of that deal. And anyone around him in like a blast radius, right, was getting strays. My guy Clint uh, got a ton. Like started the year getting a ton of shit, and he was coming off, you know, um, a tough year himself. And as people tend to do, they just started piling on my guy Clint. And I was already a fan of Clint, but I uh, and I said this on his show. I said this privately. I said this on my show. I said this on multiple forums. Um, but like. It's one of the guys I've been rooting for hardest this year, and even though he might not have hit his hundred unit mark, I was really happy for him just to fucking kill it. Like, what is he like ninety units or something plus nine? It's crazy. Like, I definitely you know aspire to that. Um, and uh, so I was I was rooting for him and, and rooting for myself as well. And um, and yeah, uh, and because of that, uh, even though I didn't get it as bad as him, I still kind of was in that blast radius, right? And then. With again, uh, when I when I when I complain about luck, I am compl- I am super grateful, folks. It's not about like uh, it's tongue in cheek, and I always try to say it's circumstantial luck. It's not like life wise, I'm so lucky. I'm so pr- and I'm trying to make the most of it, and I'm trying to make people proud, and uh, you know, kind of do the Saving Private Ryan. You know, I want to earn earn whatever. Even, as much as I complain, I'm very grateful, and I'm, I'm actually trying to really hard to earn it because uh, you know I have that whole imposter syndrome, right? When I talk about bad luck, it's more circumstantial luck like, you know, the anger management movies, the Ben Stiller meet the parents movies. I can't enjoy those because I feel like I'm constantly in those circumstances. And sure enough, not just being in a blast radius and kind of getting shrapnel from something you had nothing to do with, that anybody that knows your character knows that you don't do that kind of stuff. Uh, I had another person in the gambling space come at me, come, come you know, uh, uh, come not come at me, Uh, Come to me asking for help trying trying to do something nice and donate money to a fighter and That's another thing why like if karma was real like the people that like, you know Like I'm not special or anything But like the one thing I can say about me is that when I win everybody wins, you know, that's the kind of person I am I always share with his friends family Um, You guys see me with like my when I hit my big pots, I'll donate to animal shelters Um, and there's plenty of stuff that people in this chat know uh, that I donate to you and I don't talk about because that's not that's not why you should do it it's not my energy it's not it shouldn't be your energy in my opinion uh, you should give to give and just to help and people that know me know I'm constantly doing whatever I can to help and I don't stuff that I don't even tell you guys about so it's just really extra frustrating right that like you know um, to not just get the shrapnel but also back to the story of somebody coming to me it's like oh wow is there someone else in this space in the gambling space of all spaces that wants to give back oh surely I'm going to help this and uh, I helped this person donate some funds to a local fighter in need using My Connections with Extreme Couture, which I don't usually use even for like gambling, you know, no. but when it comes to like positive stuff that I don't tell you guys about, yeah, I I, I will use My Connections in that when it comes to actually helping people. And uh, I did so, but apparently these funds that were used to help a fighter, um, you know, again, I don't even know the, the story because again, it had nothing to do with me. Uh, collected or something in a dishonest way from this person again in the gambling space dealing with money this is why I don't even like to deal with money even in a positive thing because there's so many of these stories right just within arm's reach um where it goes wrong whether it's ill intentions or good intentions right so it's part of the reason why I don't like to charge and stuff not just because I'm like oh I'm some moral good guy like n- no it's more I'm a bad businessman and I'm afraid because a lot of people have ruined it for all of us and Because that happened in such close proximity, the other thing that had nothing to do with me, I started getting that that huge wave of trolls that my guy Clint was getting. And, you know, some dude who was like a tout in this space, and I don't even like repeat his name, it's not even worth it, but uh, came at me hard, uh, you know. uh, And then also, again, because just timing, timing is just so perfect, right? I do a spinning back click show, and... I do, you know, uh, I made the joke, the uh, the colonizer energy joke with the dragostu, and then I get the whole South Africa, and then I get that whole, so I get like these multiple, I get like the MMA chud, kind of like you know, neo-Nazi right ultra right wing crowd, and then I get the, the betting crowd all at the same time coming at me, and back to the five star ratings and reviews, why that's important, even though you know I, I still think I'm in the four point something range. Like I went down a decent amount of points, and then had to go back up, and I'm still not even back up. And you'll see, it's like all fives or or you know all top ratings or all like bottom ratings, just from getting bombed on uh, from you know comments and uh, my listenership has gone down this year. It, my listenership was never great, guys. For, for example, but my numbers went down, so all that stuff really stressed me out. And this was only like the the first third of the year, first quarter, the first half under the first half of the year. Like, this is between the first quarter to the first half of the year. Like, we're like one-third of the year, not even way. This is supposed to be where I'm doing good. And on top of it, my bets are eating shit. Which is only giving the trolls more to do with... And I'm, I'm used to losing and it's part of the game long-term. And to my credit, I've you know, I've been doing this longer than most. Uh, it's Even though I consider myself a noob in my head. You know, you want to talk consistency. I've been doing this longer than most. As uh, silly as getting on a YouTube and breaking down fights is, for whatever that's worth. But... That makes the losses even harder, right? And then I finally do get a big hit. I think it was the Suhudo Alga when I get the whatever the Ninchuku by sub by plus one thousand. And because I had the tough year in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one, even though you know uh, I'm trying to like you know downgrade it and say you know I wasn't grateful enough, but the truth is I had a, t- a tough year to the point where I wasn't able to do the charities and donations to animal shelters that I usually was able to. So when I hit that uh, Ninchuku. I was so happy, and it just came. It was, you get the adrenaline of a win, which I just needed at that point, right? And, and then I got to do a good deed as well. But my dumb ass posted um, the name of the hospital and stuff, so people could still look it up. And this hospital, that's like uh, like almost like family to me and stuff. They've got like pictures of my dog. They give them like my dog's like special treatment and stuff. Not that they need to. That's not why I donate to them, but just to the point of the the, the relationship we try to uh, cultivate with communities. Um, they were getting harassed by these fucking incels, you know? Like, it's bad enough, you, I gotta get it, you know? They were getting it. And uh, girlfriends and stuff and people, uh, family members, uh, I had to privatize my account because more from the right-wing chud side, they were just getting, like, just racist. I'm gonna, you know, I hope you get raped and all this crap. Like, this is, a, this is the first half of my year. And then... Uh, you know, my mother gets to go finally, which is great. You know, she gets to go back to Hawaii. Uh, but like, again, through, and I'm not going to get too personal into it. It's like, you know, but like, uh, dude, like, uh, you know, uh, this is because they're all completely different circumstances and different issues. But like, my circle is really small. And whether you have a big circle or small circle, like mothers, fathers, significant others, like, I'm naming like really like, if you're lucky enough to have these things, really tight things, if you're lucky enough to have them, not everybody has these things, but if you are, very tight things, and like, uh, sisters, family member, like, through, and I'm not going to get too personal here, but just, ima- uh, the way life, and again, timing being, oh, timing is such Dan Tom's friend, again, very grateful, but when it comes to timing, as far as like, a uh, certain kind of luck, like, I, I lo- lose all those relationships this year, so that, that circle goes, right? Um, and it's just like uh, you know so just 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 gotta take care of my dog so you know cancer scare number 47 with this dog uh, I start the year with almost you know the, talk about people you, a few people you have um, I haven't gotten to train with a certain coach because of health issues that we almost you know literally almost died in my arms to start the year which is huge PTSD almost having somebody actually they literally did die in the arms and we have to resuscitate them to life and if you guys know my history with coaches dying I've got a really long fucking history of that already so it's like all this shit's happening like all this year right and I'm like well by the time you know by the time like all this shit happens by the time it's like the back half of the year and what am I doing I'm still hitting you guys I'm, I'm upgrading the show with thumbnails I'm doing more more top fives evergreens I'm doing judging and referee training right I'm, I'm, I'm getting back in the gym right no excuses working hard grind set consistency positive mindset you know, plus already entering the year being due and then getting this shit for the first half alright silver lining this last this last half of the year is going to be it right Anakin Skywalker right and, uh, and yeah so it's just like oof. so your boy's been barely hanging on to a string so I apologize for having to deal with my emotional ass especially when it seems like over emotional off a stupid losing night like That's why. It's not one losing night. It's not, it's, it's been a collective of things. And, um, but again, because of capitalism, it's like, it's really hard to take breaks, right? You got to be consistent. You got to be ground set, dog. You got to push through, dog. Um, and yeah, man, so it's what it is. So I was really hoping this year to like, you know, uh, I was taking a, you know, I was having a conversation with the MMA coach. Not Nick Sick or any of the ones, like, but a, uh, another w- a really well-known one. I saw, like, the name drop. And uh, beginning of the year, and he gave me this advice. He's like, don't even post it. Just, like, but, you know, don't, don't post anything on social media. You know, I made, like, a couple posts, but I really haven't been posted much. But he's like, just, just work your ass off, you know, and don't even tell anybody and come back. And that was also kind of one of the things I was trying to do this year. But, like, again, health issues, all these other things, these hurdles, right? And I'm down, still down like 15 pounds walking weight as I talk to you guys right now. So I'm making progress. I've just kind of plateaued at this point, trying to get back down to the 180s and 170s. I was over 200, right? Like 209 walking around, right? I'm like 190s in front of you guys right now. But like, yeah, um, so I'm, I'm making progress. But man, just like I really wanted more results to show you guys, you know, a better version of myself, which I'm apologizing for it for not giving you guys. And on the results side of the numbers, I definitely didn't uh, deliver on that. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, you know, even if I didn't have a, a fight this year, you know, like I was, you know, starting to mark fellows and, you know, I've been telling you guys, we trying to plan my trips and I had to postpone that. Cause again, money wise and good thing I did because, uh, I didn't count on my luck to turn around. Cause if I did, man, I'd be stressed even more right now, uh, trying to actually like give myself my deserved due time off, which it's not happening this year, maybe February now at the earliest, um, which I'm doubtful of that, but uh, we'll see how this next year goes. But yeah, so so sorry about that uh, rant over. But that that is kind of the context for um, for the results, and I was hoping to just have you know you know just 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 something to show you guys, and and, and kind of swinging and whiffing on all fronts, you know, you know no no uh, no fights, no glamour picks, no travel picks, no betting results, no 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 uh, Charlie Sheen winning. Uh, as fake as that is the social media engagement world we live in now. No, no, none of those Rudolph uh, games uh, this year. so what we did do though, for what it's worth is again, as hard as I'm on myself, so even though the results aren't there, the analysis, I would argue, you know I, I would argue is right you know we, we you know we, we talk about uh, we'll talk about, uh, you know the rounds and the betting stuff that I, that does come through. but prospects, again, looking ahead, it's not my beat. I'm not going to pretend to you know, take all the credit. I really want to shout out analysts like Ryan Wagner uh, of the world, uh, journalists who are just excellent on the prospect beat, like my guy Nolan King, who definitely deserve the nominee, uh, just like my guy Aaron Bronstetter, if not the award outright. Um, obviously, there's people that weren't, weren't nominated, that should have been nominated, that deserve the award, uh, the, the award outright, but I don't want to get down to that rabbit hole, obviously. Just trying to shout my dudes who have uh, helped me with this article piece. And uh, you know, art you know uh, accounts like you know the Surfing Moon Wolf for the Asian scenes, Fedor's nephew you know posting Russian stuff. You know that stuff's always very helpful, and I, I really try to shout out everybody in that regard. But yeah, the prospects that I said was going to age well that I have pinned to my profile, I had Dan Tom MMA. We went thirty three and four in that, uh, only eleven decisions with a sixty seven percent finish rate. So my dyslexic ass switched the seven and six around. E. Um, which, you know, we could have maybe gotten there if uh, my guy Mat- Matias Camillo, he actually took a, a title fight on two days' notice, uh, but because he took it on two days' notice, wasn't able to hit the championship weight, and the opponent uh, turned him down for the fight, so that fight's no longer happening, and then we've ha- got uh, uh, Makoto Shinroyu, uh, is in a impending rematch for the Risen New Year's Eve show with Kyoji Horiguchi, um... And again, I'm not saying he will win that fight, but if he wins that fight, I suspect just because why so Horiguchi t- tends to lose as well. Seems to be in spectacular fashion when he does lose. Um, you know, if he does win, it'll add, probably add to the finish rate. But uh, we'll see how that goes, of course, uh, for you JMMA fans out there. Um, you are already familiar. Uh, main card picks for this year. We went 128, 85, and 6, which is really bad for me, but like, you know, Still, I, sadly, decent, if you're being honest with yourself, because anything around 60% is, is decent. Picks-wise, in this game, it's so volatile. But we went 59.82, so practically 60%. Um, and again, even though the matchmakers have actually been better at this last half of the year, and I want to make sure I'm giving them that credit, um, I was just, and again, not to name drop or whatever, it wasn't wasn't Joe Silva who made an appearance on, uh, was it, uh, Sucker Punch, uh, Brian's uh, bar, uh, but no, another noted matchmaker um, who I've been in contact with and and had the pleasure of really getting to know this past past year. Um, I was just talking to him, and I'm like, man, you guys and referees, I think, are just complete different jobs, but probably the toughest jobs <laughs> in their own ways. Um, and uh, but yeah, you also have to keep taking for account that you know the first half of the year it was just heavyweight, unranked heavyweights force-feeding us on those main cards, you know? or uh, Those really bad fights, and then we still have the overall level of Apex level of fight cards. So, while they're still burying flyweights and meaningful fights on prelims, so it's... You know, it's hard to... Even if I did well in the stat, it's hard to take that stat too seriously. And again, I already covered the betting results. Again, uh, minus uh, 20 units uh, for the year. Alright. Gonna go to you guys and... uh we're going to do the chat. We're going li- uh, to do shots of listeners in the chat. And I'm um, going to re uh, shot also your listeners in your Amazon, uh, what you guys bought for Amazon. Yeah. All right. All right. So hopefully I didn't fucking bum you guys out too much with that uh, recap of the year. Um, <coughs> uh, I like the term film study dude over term analyst. Yeah, I don't know. They're neither sound, uh, they're all silly to me, but, uh, you know, uh, I just try to keep, I don't know, man. Believe it or not, I try not to take myself too seriously, believe it or not, <laughs> so, um, Fanyo, seems like I made it, oh yeah, that's right, there you go, that's right, I saw that there you go. Da-da-da, do you like the Saudi sports washing trend? Do I like it? I mean, uh, its it doesn't make me very comfortable, you know, it's, um. I'm happy to see people get paid, but it's also hard not to do the math, you know, where the, where it comes from and, um, and all that stuff. Uh, it's something that, you know, if you're following, speaking of, you know, Journalists of the Years, uh, if you're following Kareem uh, Zidane's work, um, he covers a lot of this stuff extensively. There's actually a really interesting episode uh, and good interview, shout out to Steffi Crooklin, did on the Bloody Elbow, shout out to their uh, Substack. Really interesting interview. I could not recommend enough. Um, if you want to hear more on that and the ties, Rain Lamina, uh that's where it's from. The Jack Slack Potty. Oh, awesome. Well, I I feel honored to uh, share some of that same energy. Rain Lamina says, some I make up, some I just steal from his intros. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I used to, you know, I actually used to do my own a little better. If you guys remember, like. Uh, I still like my sign off, you know, and always protect your neck. But I used to always like, you know, like kind of incorporate whatever joke I was talking about in the show, like, you know, you know, careful, you know, watch out for, you know, this da 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 da, you know, uh, watch out for vans with tinted windows, and always, but like, it just would change. It would just be something fucking stupid, you know, like that. Like maybe I should get back to doing that because that was something original that I did. Jin Kurasu got this on my notification. Excited, excited to be. able to I didn't kill the mood. Uh, chronic Combat Conversations Love you guys Let's go Dan, Tom What's up PYN squad I, I love uh, watching you guys now Just not for your show But then like seeing uh, all the uh, familiar people in the chat and stuff So shout out to you guys Great show And definitely solid people in the gambling community James Kendrick Um, I hate people who question your character when you do good stuff Uh, I know people in the MMA space that are horrible people Who don't even know the sport who do dishonest stuff and all they do is complain. Yeah, I know what you mean. And even though I don't do honest stuff and I mean well, um, I still can be guilty of the complaining thing. So I'm trying not to do that. So I apologize. Not that you're coming at me, you know. Uh, Real Susan Truesdale. Oh, sorry, Dan, I don't go on uh, spinning back click just because how toxic that gets. Py and all day. It's all good. I, I don't, I don't uh, expect you guys to... Um, I don't really I don't look at the chat either, you know to be honest uh, on there too for that reason Venio, um, uh, I'm not a part of the betting space But there are absolute weirders there. I have a fair share of hate followers, and I don't even have two thousand tool or phone Yeah, I mean that says something man, you know, I mean you don't even you know It's not even about the follower count or you don't need some blue check mark to uh, be a magnet for it anymore Yeah, you know these days especially it's like uh, It's really bad uh, Feniel, it's insane how people even find the time to harass you when they could just ignore that's the thing too it's just like it's so crazy like uh, all the calories spent and again you don't have to let me or whatever but it's like the, the, the just ignore and then you know the, they are crusading on this righteous thing against like touters or people who scam money and I'm just like Guy, there's plenty of things you can come at me for it's real easy But those things don't fit the bill They never have and they never will I don't know where that's coming from So that was just the extra silly part you know. I always expected hate And you're always going to deal with that But uh, again this year was just The timing, the directions, the reasons It was just Whatever chef kiss is That's not like chef kiss The opposite of chef kiss But still just like "Mm." Dan Tom timing kiss That's what we'll call it um, ghost, I feel you. I feel you, Fenio. Uh, I get the same stuff too. I bet you do, ghost. Now that you're getting get more popular with the threads, you're probably seeing it more. Sadly, unfortunate as that is, despite you contributing amazing stuff to the space, sir. Uh, ghost continues complete betting and political weirdos in my replies when I don't even make picks. Yeah, yeah. Who are you gonna? i all see that. Who are you gonna pick? Who do you got? You know. Um, and it's it's just that whole that whole deal. James Kendrick. Oh my God, I've seen all your. Uh, gu- your guys replies on twitter the level of chuds that get mad at you guys is insane yeah yeah it is it, it is it is a funny thing uh l off topic rate suarez in these categories one to ten uh wrestling um off the top of my head i'll i'll just say uh eight you could probably argue nine or ten of the context of her division Jitsu, um again i'll just i'll just say eight uh grounded pound uh she had some brutal stuff against um, Asparza. I think whether it's context or division or in general, you could probably make an argument for eight. I know I'm being really kind too. I also really like Suarez. And yeah, she is from my gym, whatever. You know, you can incorporate those biases there. Top control and scrambles. Um, I'd say eight because we've seen her being able to keep girls down there for ground and pound. And when she lets girls up, it's with the intention, even from her tough days as well as to the more well-timed gambles against Andraj. Which I was saying was actually really good. You know, people were shitting on Andraj because she was on that losing streak. We'll talk about that. You know, the we had a similar... Andraj and Emmett just really had that... Just amazing, like... For me, almost, like... Even though it was, like... Not technical or whatever, but just for, like... Impact-wise, it was, like... Almost was just, like, chaos of the year. Just shutting down the hype. Veterans. Just remind... You know, the all must have forgot kind of deals. Like, mm. Um... Uh, L adds. Also, would you pick her to beat Zhang? I think she's got the best chance to beat uh, Zhang Weili. That doesn't mean I'm going to pick her. And we all know that the chat wouldn't let me uh, out alive. I would get the most downvotes. <laughs> I would. Well, the, the, the turn, the way to turn the rest of my audience is to pick against Zhang Weili. Obviously, I wouldn't let that stop me. You guys know that I pick against uh, my biases all the time. But uh, yeah, it's definitely the interesting matchup. Jimmy Kudo, is that you, Yusuf? Suarez ain't beating Weili. Keep dreaming, Chud. Oh my! Jimmy kudos, Jimmy, Jimmy kudos, Jimmy kudos down in the in the chat. I love it. I love it. The moderator, he's throwing the gloves down. All right, guys. Um, I'm gonna appreciate you guys. Gonna uh, way to support the show again. I don't. I don't deserve, especially you. You know, we're gonna keep it more positive. Um, I really this it really was. Uh, even though it wasn't a big win, we're gonna get to uh the recap here shortly. It was much needed. It actually did help. Um. You know, just honesty and vulnerability it takes bravery and strength. But that's unfortunate. That's how. It's, that's not how it's looked at. Uh, and despite that's not how it's looked at, you know me. I still gotta be honest and uh, you know a little too vulnerable uh, for my own good. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, so if you guys want to support the show, which is free, uh, of course, uh, you know five star ratings and reviews on iTunes. Uh, no, no new reviews, but again, the five star ratings really help. Again, I got I got bombed this year. I'm still trying to recover. Uh, all my numbers in multiple ways folks so any of that would help um, like button subscribe shares those are obviously the biggest things you can do those are free of charge but if you would like to support you could go to my website the support site this this is the website that supports this here program the protecting act podcast that website my website is mixedmartialanalyst.com where you can find an archive of smartphone friendly players uh, of this program if you want to listen on your smartphone, but you don't have, you know, iTunes and you know whatever podcasting platform uh, doesn't pick up this RSS maybe you can always do that and of course when you go to the homepage you just scroll down maybe toggle to the right if you're on the mobile you will see Amazon and on it click through's uh, all you do is click through the if you you know want to get some protein at on it if you want to go get whatever god knows what at uh, at Amazon Uh, You want to ease your conscience, (laughs) people who run those, Uh, you can just click, go to my site, mixedmartialanalyst.com. That's one extra click. Click the banner, that's only two extra clicks total. You are at your website that you desire. You go about your purchases as you normally would, and through no extra charge, a small percentage of whatever you purchase gets kicked back to this here program. And it is greatly appreciated. Amazon does not tell me what you purchase or. On it does not tell me what you purchase or who purchases what or anything. But Amazon will give me a list of what is purchased. Don't worry. It won't tell me who purchased it. So if you want to have your one night in Bangkok, you want to buy that David Carradine, you know, the vibrating nunchucks, whatever it is. the the Go to town. However you get your rocks off the silk kimono. Dress up. Make yourself feel elegant. No judgment. It's judgment for your zone. You can purchase it. I will pontificate on said purchase in a poorly comedic fashion. But no one will know it is you. You, Clark Kent. Your identity as Superman is safe, Uh, and of course, if you just want to donate straight up, uh, there is PayPal uh, donation link. You can go to PayPal, I believe it's Dan Tom MMA, where I pop up if you just want to search me. But yes, uh, Dan Tom MMA with the underscores on Instagram and that link tree, or my profile on the artist formerly known as Twitter um, at Dan Tom MMA, you will find link trees with, of course, uh, all the links to my website. Uh, or to or directly to the PayPal um, if you want to donate directly not that I deserve it Of course super chats monetizations, of the channels whether you're watching live or you want to go back uh, post Show and uh, tip or whatever uh, There are options below the screen you can do that, but hitting that like button is for free um, So it's the Christmas time and it you know especially uh, it really helps uh, and you guys have really come through wow some uh, some expensive things you guys bought here too. A lot of movies too, which I love to see. Um, let's me kind of divvy up the categories here. I'll get to those last. Uh, someone bought Nature's Vet Digestive Enzymes Plus Probiotics for Dogs. Uh, I think that's the same person, the same dog lover as before, thank you. I appreciate that. Somebody bought some Iron Seals Tactical Mole Funk Cover Case and Heavy Duty Lock, nice. I uh, I always everything is tactical. That's the that's the joke these days. I always love that. Like I was playing the uh, Hitman game because I was just like I I I got I I was able to score like a PS5 for like three hundred dollars, like a new slim one. So I I did that and I was like fuck it, because I have like an old PS4, like one of the first ones, and like an old 4K player, And and I'm like oh sweet now I can save room and I just have one machine that does both. I can watch my movies and shit. And I was like, oh yeah, I, was, I felt like you know murking some people. And uh, I checked out. I'm like, what are the Hitman games doing? Which is pretty much the same thing they've always done. They have not really change too much. But he's got he has a, what's called a tactical turtleneck. I was like, I gotta get, get one of those for my guy Ben the Baines for all the fights that he's doing. A tactical turtleneck. Like, what is the difference between a turtleneck? Like ta- does it have like those elbow pads and stuff or something on there? Like, is he get tactical? Um, I'm not trying to shit out whoever about the tactical phone cover. I just I love when they just inc- incorporate that word. Uh, Because product descriptions for things that are tactical are also really hilarious when it's like, especially when it's like uh, male military fatigue sites. Don't ask how I know these things. Um, Someone bought a Smearly charcuterie, Charcuterie Board gift set. That's nice. Thank you for purchasing that. Wow, this wasn't cheap. This sounds impressive. An AMD Ryzen 9 5900X 12 core, 24 thread, unlocked desktop processor wow that was a pretty penny putting together a custom computer i see i hope that is serving you well i am still learning the ins and outs of this computer which is why i haven't uh, attached my new uh not my new my old uh camera but to make a better new youtube look for you guys hopefully that's to come too um if i actually give myself a week off here the podcast uh you guys might uh i might actually you know do that so if i do take a week off don't hate me That is what it's for, as well as my sanity, God forbid. Scan disk, 256 gigabyte uh, micro SD card, memory card with adapter. Thank you for purchasing that. Someone got an O-Motion Bluetooth keyboard. Man, you're putting together a custom beast here. I love it. Uh, Wireless folding keyboard. Somebody bought another uh, case for iPhone 15 Pro Max, military grade. Drop proof case, rugged shock-proof cell phone cover with kickstand and slides. Wow, that does sound freaking heavy duty. Holy crap. Um I hope I don't have to I- update my phone anytime soon, but uh I don't know. You guys are saying those iPhone 15s have been pretty good. Um somebody got is Oppenheimer already out on 4K. All right. That's actually You got it for 29.96. That's a that's a cheap price for Oppenheimer. It's marked down, I guess, from like 50 bucks. Wow. Okay, that's a good deal. Uh, I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. I'm sure the 4K probably looks good. Um, I don't know I'm just that weird contra- I barely make it to the theaters you know uh, and, uh, I don't know not that you need company to go to a theater or whatever it's probably better to just go like loner mode during the day like a uh, taxi driver um, it's really bad when you relate to, to characters like uh... <laughs> well, I was thinking the other day it was fucking De Niro from Taxi Driver and it was somebody else and I'm like I do not like that. I uh, I find relatable qualities of this character. <laughs> what does that say about me? Well, Dan, where do we start? Uh, somebody else, <laughs> Doctor Jones, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. All right, okay. I haven't seen that. Uh, someone bought a four K of Spider Man across the Spider Verse. I haven't seen these. I heard these were good. Is this animated? Was wait, was there are there animated ones? Did they do new ones that are like live action? I don't even know. The last I got was like the uh, Tobey Maguire, you know, Topher Grace, Topher Grace, uh, stuff. Um, and 4K, Lord of the Rings. I feel like the Lord of the Rings trilogy has bought, been bought like two or three times through this, so it's definitely not the same person, but they, they're not cheap, those box sets, especially the 4K ones, so thank you for whoever bought that. Awesome. All right. Well, that wraps that. Where are we at? Forty-two. Oh, 06. Why not recap UFC 296, folks? Let's recap it. Last card of the year, re- re- UFC 296. Uh, of course, uh, took place uh, exactly a week ago. I was actually, you know, again, I was actually gonna, cause there was no show. I'm like, I'm gonna for once do the recap. Let's get it out of the way. I was actually planning to do it Sunday and Monday. I actually was a winning card. I had that motivation, but again, folks, I got knocked out of commission and was just like delirious. Because I still had a bunch of stuff to do. Um, of course, uh, I had uh, my fold down. My my, uh, my truck uh, f- fell apart. And then I got to go, at, which is another added bill, and uh, to get it repaired. And uh, when I got it repaired, of course, they only repaired it. And then they didn't tell me that they didn't put my fold down back on. So now I'm back at square one at this fold down that I was saving up for. Uh, and finally was able to purchase in 2020. We didn't able to get it on back order. It's a, a custom protecting Neck piece, right? The one thing I have that's protecting Neck. Maybe I'll get you guys actual merch and get shit I can make money off of instead of shit that cost me money that I'm looking at right now and it pissed me off because it took me to 2021 to get it and then it took me to 2022 to install it and then it falls off, you know, like uh, a year later and then they don't even... Uh, warranty their fucking work fuck the dealers by the way um, My god again, why would you have gone to a dealer? because it was supposed to be warrantied was the thing, you know, and I? Uh, I've got a weird obscure vehicle. They don't make anymore. So we'll see I'm gonna find a good custom shop Anybody knows a good custom shop in Las Vegas for off wheeler 4x4s for FJ cruisers. Let me know But yeah We are on a, that's not what this is about. This is a 44 minutes. Let's go to UFC here got the results pulled up so we went <clears throat> It was a winning night small, 1.33 units overall. We went uh seven and five in picks overall, three and two in straight plays. Uh would have been three and one if we didn't add that one, but we'll talk about that. Oh and one in props. One and six in round flyers, a little diehard action there. We have to go diehard at the end of the year for good luck. Uh one and five out of the round robin. Unfortunately we weren't able to use the diehard uh my favorite scene where it's like they play the they play the good music for the bad guys. I love it when they get the vault open. I'm like Merry Christmas, you know, it's so great, like, and then he's like, it's that whole scene, and they're opening the vaults, like, I want to do, I want to get good at editing, where you can, like, put words over it, you know, and you, like, the, the, there's that one meme where it's the guy shaking everybody's hands, right, and they just add, like, names and, like, a context to it, it makes it, like, a funny meme video, I want to learn that, because I want to do the Die Hard one, where it's just, like, um, when the vaults open, you know, and, and, like, the FBI is thinking, like, oh, they must be sweating their balls off on there, and, and then, the you know, uh, the guy that plays the police chief who's the bad guy in the breakfast club or whatever he's like oh the mayor's gonna have my ass like i'd put like you know like clv betters who think they got the best of it and they you know they, they don't realize then i put like the sports books oh the mayor's gonna have my ass and then when they're in the vault flipping the things and he's going Ooh, you know like it would be like uh each bet that you got you know like uh you know like uh you know Pantoja, that you know, Pantoja minus 175, you know, Edwards minus 155, you know, flashing on the screen when he flicks the nipple of the thing, it'd be like, you say you had like a WMMA bed or whatever, like that's where that would go, you know, and conversely, I've thought about doing the opposite for like, which is a lot, really graphic, classic Dan Tom, inappropriate, uh, for all my losing nights, which I would get much more use out of this, is uh, you know, re- uh, repurposing the American History X, you know, shower scene, you know, <laughs> each guy that comes behind Edward Norton is the bet that you miss, like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ (laughs) wow Dan wow yeah Um, and of course since we only went one for five in the round robin we went oh for one in the long shot Uh, parlay Uh, and we were really close to hitting we just needed two we got one we just needed two to to, to hit profit on there and we hit one of the most you know wasn't uh, they weren't big legs you know the biggest leg on there was like a plus 400 I had two of those we hit one of those which we'll talk about but not enough not enough so let's go to the uh, <clears throat> results. Uh, of course, at the top, uh, Leon Edwards defeated Colby Covington. Um, yeah, I mean, all the talking was kind of been beat to death. So I'm definitely gonna try not to beat a dead horse, and uh, not that I'm a victory lap guy. Clearly, even less going to do that after the fact. And to be honest, like I wasn't the only one saying that. I was, I was surprised that like. Not so much the commentary, because, like, you know, DC and Rogan, I couldn't think of... They were showing their ass on how little tape study they did all night. Like, who's ever... Or I forget what he's like. Who's ever done this to this guy? Who's ever done this to this guy? Earlier in the card, and, like, it was just, like, uh, like three people? What are you talking... Did you even watch it at DC? You know? So that didn't surprise me, but I felt like everybody else was surprised. Um, and not just generalizing from takes that i saw across the timeline but also the betting line can be a good indicator of these things too right where the general opinion is even if you're not a better folks i know a lot of you folks aren't betters than on this show but that is one kind of cool thing if you will about the betting lines it'll kind of indicate where public opinion can be at whether you agree with it or not or is regardless and um yeah i was just surprised to see this close of a line and the fact that i was able to get it at minus 155 was silly i'm glad i smashed it um As much as I love dogs, and clearly that's my style, I do need to be better at at smashing these spots, especially because I love to take these flyers, and that tends to dig in on your profit. And it's hard when you're losing your ass off, both to have the confidence and the literal bankroll to fund smashing favorite spots like this, which is also why it's really annoying when I'm losing because I'm just like, I know how to dig myself out, but between the confidence and lack of funds, I feel like I almost force myself and pigeon myself to play in the more fun way which is fine because if you're not having fun you shouldn't be doing this you should be betting responsibly and having fun otherwise they're really it's really extra stupid to be doing something that's already admittedly stupid folks i don't shy away from that um but yeah uh it was kind of silly to see that low of a thing and i'm not going to be like because ah, uh, i feel like the whole analyst space knew pretty much that's almost the whole analyst space you know anybody who back to you know uh, the delineation that ghost gave in the chat uh anybody who watches tape <laughs> you know tape watcher guys uh gals whatever anybody who just watches the tape n- knew that colby covington is has digress um i wasn't the only one who said it although i will say not only did i say it with covington like uh, all the other analysts that i respected it wasn't like just one person saying this or whatever but i will say that it also correlates with something that i know i personally have have said um I've spotted as far as, like, breaking down MMA Masters fighters, even guys I like, like Rick Lamas, right? Whether it was, like, Rick Lamas, who's technical to Cesar Fajeda, um, is a very back foot style, right? Is something that we saw, and... Ricardo Lamas, you know, it was... He he was so dynamic with his kicks, you could, you know, maybe forgive him some for it. It wasn't quite as obvious, though. Again, I still... Ricardo Lamas, to me, is kind of like Phil... Phil Davis, I almost wondered if they were, you know, uh, not that, you know, the AKA camp is like the best or whatever, but I'm just talking about like a camp that maybe would have had him with more pressure fighting wrestlers or kind of getting more in that 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 scheme, what would have happened, you know? And uh, I, I do wonder that. Um, with Cesar fajeda it, it worked fine because Cesar Fajeda he not only was uh, athletic so he could hit athletic counters and athletic reactionary shots, but the back foot style... Um, was a protectant that his chin really needed, right? Uh, that was that was part of the reason what kept him from getting um, knocked out after sustaining that crazy run of knockouts he sustains, right? But for a guy like Colby Covington, it was already going to be, you know, I was already very reserved, right? And you can rewind the tape and me saying that back many fights ago from him. And uh, as many of us analysts have pointed out, this is kind of what we've got. So to see everybody so surprised of it, both pre, during, post... It's kind of mind-boggling, you know. Uh, especially, you know, again, you know, mostly from the people that are in the analyst of the year category, we're surprised because <laughs> to those people that don't watch the tape, unlike the Laura Sankos of the world, who gets put under personality of the year when she should be analyst because she would stomp the competition. It's not about me, folks. It's like it, it, it's, the, it's it's the disrespect to others who actually think Wood could and should win it. You know, the Jack Slacks, the heavy hands guys. Uh, there is plenty of better analysts than I, but just. Uh, more, you know anyways I digress um, and that's nothing that against people I know who work and some have m- recently announced that they're moving on from fighters only and I wish them the best uh, it was never anything against them I know how, how it is it's not nothing to do with that uh, it's just you know it's it's what it is there but yeah um, Edwards uh, Edwards had a very Edwards fight you know it, it, was, it sucked because if we were we just needed him to win at this point to secure a victory but if he were to got, got gotten the finish it would have been a, it would have been a big swing um, because uh, I had him in the round robin which would have paid a few hundred dollars for that, paid off the round robin and then if that finish comes in rounds three, four, or five you know, that's an extra you know, four or five hundred dollars with the off with the uh, untracked tickets I put like 33 units on the rounds so it was like five seven and nine hundred ice cream man
1: Hi, hey, girl
0: uh, I'm sorry, why is that your first thought, Dan? Wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you guys can hear it there. Oh, Jesus. this is still, It kind of warms my heart, you know? In, in an age of not-so-innocence, we're afraid to knock on each other's doors. There's an ice cream man. Sure, this neighborhood's sketchy. <laughs> you guys ever see uh, the original Assault on Precinct 13? Yeah, Al Pacino look alike there. Can I have a vanilla twist? Oh, it's so great. Can never, they can never remake the movie the way that original one was. Sorry. <clears throat> um, shout out to my guy Kyle Mack. I need someone on here just to talk movies with, man. I got like Zane and Zane, or like Kyle, just like a movie podcast or something. I need someone to talk movies with. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, if Edwards would have got that. It, been, it would have it been, would have been a a big swing. Uh, of course, it was not meant to be. Edwards kind of fought his typical fight. You could credit it because he wanted to go for finishes in the certain points, but he did it, you know, via submissions and good jumping for risky things, which was, you know, doing that whole proven a point thing. Um, and it was just was one of those classically on Edwards fights. Like he messed up Covington. I don't like think we should be shitting on Edwards for it. Uh, but yeah, I can't help but as a better go right. Kind of one of those things like ah, uh, if Edward, if, if you know, between a, a Covington that I wasn't surprised to see that bad on the back foot. Uh, whether he was had a hurt foot or not and you know with the personal stuff as well if we were ever going to see Edwards get a finish uh, uncharacteristically he was going to be here but nope um, that being said I still would think that I would hope that this would give us you know even though I think Bilal has a much better chance to upset the odds like he did with Luke and flip the script because MMA rematches don't go alike that being said my read on Bilal has been pretty religious I mean, you could go through his sample size and left-sided strikes are just not his friend I don't know if it's something visually he just doesn't see it and uh, it just brought out the best in Leon and I would probably pick that the same and even though I got burned here by Leon Inside the Distance and I feel like everybody, the classic I always talk about they get burned, right? and it's just like, why is this person so adamant about not going this way? it's like, they may have good reasoning but good reasoning or not, a lot of times it's. and I'm guilty of this too it's like oh you got burned by this person that's why you got trust issues we all got the trust issues um, because of that I think maybe Leon probably does get the finish next time you know if he goes against Bilal or um, Bilal gets the upset those are the only two plus money outcomes I would look to bet um, we'll talk about the other contender low on the card of course we had the co-main event Alessandre Pantoja baby Pantoja season uh, defeated Brandon Royville. Um, and again I love Brandon Royville I love his team uh friends that I respect were on Royville this is no disrespect there you guys just know when it comes to guys like Pantoja Poetan how excited I get and again as bad as my results have been uh, you know whether it's you know uh, Poetan round twos that I've been cashing like crazy uh, or on Poetan in general or Pantoja in general Uh, shout out to my guy Wes Colvin he's another OG Pantoja fan that's been on the Pantoja train you know since back in the day Um. And, uh, yeah, man, just, uh, you know, getting some respect. Uh, you know, it, I, you never like to see people gas at flyweight. That is something that I've always said. But I think, it's again, it's more of an optics thing that I, that I uh, presumed before the latest Moreno fight. And he proved that right then. Proved it right this time, too, despite, you know, even looking more tired at certain points. But a lot of it's bad optics. I didn't go back to rewatch it, but I remember in the round five, for example. Which, by the way, like, I don't hate... <coughs> I actually because again I when I care for fighters um, when I bet fighters I'm just in general I'm very not as admitted about my bias you guys know me I do the opposite than most people almost to a fault where I overcorrect the steering wheel the other way so I actually wasn't I felt like it was a for sure Pantoja win but I actually was one of the people who was like I wouldn't be surprised for a 48-47 rifle I wasn't hating those arguments you could oh maybe it was just Pantoja better or Roival better making that argument or whatever it's like no no I you know you know again I'm watching live so you know it's not the best right um the judges have a better view than we do so you have to give them that benefit of the doubt but also they haven't been the most consistent right as far as their this whole damage versus control thing right As, uh, as 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 clear as it's supposed to be um so, you know, there's a bit of that, to be fair, right? But no, I thought it was a clear win for Pantoja, but I also wouldn't have been mad if someone gave Royville two of the rounds. But also, even though I was more 49, I was right in the middle, by the way, I was 49-46, but I could see why you would get, you know, 50-45s, like even in, I know, I think it was round three or round four, I believe there was a argument for uh, Royville, one of those mid-rounds. But uh, round five, for example, I could see why Pantoja still gets that even though there's bad optics because the optics are bad and Roival is going at him, but he's not completely selling out and he's using a lot of the jabs smartly to try to pull out the counter takedowns and right hands that had just been punishing him the whole fight from Pantoja. But if you look at it, a lot of those jabs and a lot of those p- pitter-patter ones, um, they're not really landing. Like Pantoja's actually just really good uh, head. Not really good, but better than you would think, especially as he's tired as he looks, head movement and i would argue he's actually slipping of the majority of those jabs to where i was watching that fifth round going ooh between his optics and just the numbers being put out this is going to be a really bad look for pantoja because he's actually slipping these but people aren't going to see that you know and to the credit uh or maybe not to the credit but in defense of those judges who gave 50-45 pantoja um perhaps they saw what i saw there right that they, those weren't landing it was more just him looking tired and although fighting spirit is a criteria you know he, How much is that going to outdo actual takedowns, advances, pitter-patter, or maybe not the closest submission attempts, albeit but secure. We're not going anywhere. We're working at my pace, and I'm working still at the end of the day toward finishing the fight. You know? And also, as a ground person, and I know, you know, this is, you know... Again, I I, I think I'm pretty fair with my biases or whatever, but, like, I, I think that, um... There was a lot more going on on the ground than people realized whether they were on the Pantoja side Roival side, or just neutral about this fight as a viewer. Um, there are a lot of intricate passing stuff. I didn't get a chance to go watch or read my guy Will's uh, open note grapple who I try to share a bunch of his stuff because he's an excellent analyst particularly obviously in the grappling realm. Uh, he can explain a lot of stuff better than I do but I remember tweeting live just like the intricate passes of the, the, the fake the left to the right like just real little things like that he was doing like it was I, I just, I love it. I love it. Because he, he has that kind of draping pass where he'll almost let you triangle or almost plot or throw something up and he'll kind of like limp arm and drag and, and get the pass. Like you saw him do that, I think like in round four to Moreno, right? And then like he, it was the classic one where he, um but he uh, he advanced too too fast, went to the mount and then fell on his back, but was still able to hit Moreno with solid elbows and an up kick that arguably won him that round, right? um You'll see him do stuff like that. And this time he was kind of baiting that direction, that drag off to the left and then he would kick back or cut through the other way after doing some misdirection shit. It was fucking cool. Um, go check out Open Note Grapple for better descriptions than I can give you. I haven't gone back to watch it, and even if I did have the time to do that with a fine-tooth comb and specialize in that stuff, um, I doubt I could do as good as these people. Again, folks, it's not about me here. I'm a, I'm never saying I'm the best or anything with any of this shit, whether it's a silly bets going into a card or some overarching award shit. Like, no, I, I give credit where credit's due. There's plenty of people... I put above me and try to share everybody around me again that's the ironic part right it's just like uh, if this karma stuff was real it's like wouldn't you want guys like me to win like uh, the, the, the haters that, that blow me away because I'm the kind of guy like say what you will I'm not perfect I mean, I'm not everybody's cup of tea but you know uh, I'm a kind of everybody wins around me kind of guy you know I don't know it's like don't you want those people to win in life I don't know it's weird but uh, but yeah um, Pantoja too it's a guy I want, I want to win in life you know just seems like it's such a good dude And, um, you know, uh, the media doesn't want to pay attention to that stuff and, you know, the lighter weight classes and the good divisions and this fight got, you know, didn't get the attention it was deserved going in. And I feel like just because of Pantoja's optics, you know, uh, he's still not getting the respect somehow. And even though he was a favorite going in, I still feel like he wasn't getting the respect being the favorite finally, man and uh that's why he was my that's why I posted he was my fighter of the year of course Junkie we gave it to uh, I can give this away now cause we already have a reaction video out um we give it to Sean Strickland it's fine Stream Couture gets one obviously that's fine you know uh on paper there's no standout uh people right there's like everybody's pretty close in that group so like Pantoja stands out crazy so, like Strickland stands out crazy so forth so I'm not sitting here saying that but it just proves the point of just like I felt like we're back in high school like again we're you know, instead of talking about this amazing flyaway fight or giving fights the credit they're due, um, we're talking about the fight that happens outside, you know, which, you know, MMA Junkies Fight of the Year involving MMA Junkies Fight of the Year and, of course, uh, you know, third Regus stuple which just looks like, you know... Again, Sean Strickland looks like that, just like, you know, school shooter kid, you know. Looks like he drives the Mustang 5.0. He's got the Dickies, right? The oversized white shirt and the Dickies. Like, Sean Strickland is that dude, right? And then... Dreykus, like, I remember before they had the fight, they were showing them together, and, and Dreykus is, like, giving him the finger and, like, taunting him and You're like, oh, this is gonna go well. I was like, I just thought of that. I, so I posted that Nick Diaz thing. It's like, it's like you know, these people, they want to act all tough and get in front of your cam- face because the cameras are on, and these cameras are on my face, and I'm like, I feel like I'm back in fucking high school again. And I was like, I don't know Sean Strickland, but I feel like he relates to this quote right now, and if not the literal picture of this, Is that quote like we are back in high school? And sure enough, the jock and the crazy, you know, the crazy outcast kid are fighting. Um, Which was usually, I guess, you know, guess in a lot of Benjamin. I guess in a lot of ways. Sorry, I was probably that crazy outcast kid because I was always fighting uh, the jocks. I feel like because half of my friends that I grew up playing and ended up being on the football team, and then I would like do their practices unofficially with them. Uh, even though I wasn't on the team, and then I would just get in fights with the fucking all the douchebag jocks um, that weren't my friends. Uh, yeah, so I relate to that. But yeah, and then there's this, of course they get in a fight, <clears throat> and we're back in fucking high school again. And all the media people who you want to accuse of being nerds that never got that credit in high school, and they want to you want to accuse of you know um, you know taking shots at the pro. Athlete. I'm not saying that stuff doesn't exist. I know my guy Bill Burr always talks about that you know as much as you want to accuse us of being that at the end of the day it's like no no my colleagues you know we feed we feed into the same thing because at the end of the day what gets what gets the nudge what gets the nudge it's what's popular it's a popularity contest you know we can shit on fighters only for like doing the most uh, overt disgusting versions of popularity and engagement contests But really, we're not much better when we look at who who we vote for and who we have a chance to vote for. And and I realize my guy, one of my favorite fighters, got it last year, Poetan, which was more kind of just funny (laughs) tongue-in-cheek, as is a lot of things with Poetan because it's hilarious. But, like, it was kind of like, and I I even said this when we were voting. I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I know we shouldn't take this seriously, but I still don't forgive you all for giving it to Usman over over Dubronx um, in 2021 because Usman already had strong 2020 years, 2019 years, where he won it, deserved to win it from many outlets including our own and we're gonna go give him more again when it wasn't even that great you know like I don't he beat you know and again Masvidal and Covington as much as I've defended these guys in the past uh, at the same time I've also been on the other coin when it's been appropriate which was like yeah, the, the, these aren't rated that high at this point in their career you know w- where they're trending where they're at and um and yeah and and, and Whereas, guy, and they've had plenty of years at the top, and they could still have more, and because they have that popularity, even if they don't have a good one, they might even just be nominated just because of their fucking name. Whereas, you know, shout out to Heavy Hands. They say the brave Brazilians, of course, minus the my terminology on this podcast, Brazilian war horses, right? They take the long road. They're not supposed to fucking be there. The RDA's, the Du and you know their time up there is gonna be not long, even though they're good and they deserve it, just because it's the nature of it. And they compete in, like then these guys that I'm talking about actually compete in, like, really tough divisions. You know, uh, lightweight, right, Uh, for DuBronx, flyweight for Pantoja. Um, And it's like, you know, as much as I love DuBronx, I didn't like his chances, right, for the next year, and sure enough, right? As much as I like Pantoja— and as much as he's proving he can fight in five rounds, it's like, dude, it's so competitive. And Pantoja, seems like, anybody can beat anybody. And instead of like realizing a, a talented weight class, people are using that to shit on flyweight and Pantoja. Instead of correcting course like they should have fucking done years ago because they are wrong by disrespecting the fucking division going, oh, it's not that good because anybody can be anybody. <laughs> I want dominant champion. I want John Jones. I want, I want dick to suck to it's undefeated. <laughs> I want to coattail on other people's hands because I can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? Ugh, oh, I fucking hate it. No, no, we don't want somebody that's a good dude, a good person, a hard-working person, you know? Those value, those bullshit values everybody espouses. Oh. You know? It's like, no, we don't we don't want uh I don't know, entertaining fighters who actually fucking fight and put it on the line. Don't cherry pick. Like, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, and I was I even made the joke too when we were doing discussions as they were talking about like somebody like a... I forget from one of the awards and someone's like, someone brought up Makachev and I'm like, listen, Makachev's gonna be deserving for a lot of awards for a lot of times. Everybody, there's already a giant queue of people lining up to get on their knees. Do we have to add ourselves to that queue or can we use our platform, our time and our energy to God forbid, give some fucking shine to somebody else who actually deserves it too? So yeah, Alessandre Pantoja is my fighter of the year. If we're not giving it to guys like Pantoja... Dubronx, Glover. Like, some of the most gems of the sport. Like, with the stories that they have, like, overcoming physical, uh, you know, lack, you know, poverty, lack of parental figures, uh, biological, like, fucking things where you're not supposed to walk right, in in Dubronx's case. Like, politics of the... Like, so many hurdles, so many levels, so many parts of their life from start to finish. They're not supposed to make it they fucking made it in style if we're not giving those people fighter of the year what the fuck is the award even for what the fuck are we even doing here let's just call it the dick sucking popularity contest award because that's what most of the awards are anyways Shevkat Raghmanov defeated Stephen Thompson I'll stop at the end of the main card and I'll get to your guys' questions by the way um yeah, uh, Rockmanoff was, uh, you know, um, I, even if he wasn't hurt, I don't think this was like a, a performance to, you know, really judge him too heavily on. It was tough because it's like Rachmaninoff's injured and Thompson is clearly shot to the point where his footwork is gone. Like Jack Slack, shout out to Jack Slack, posted that gif of him being confused and not knowing where to go. And maybe it's the added dynamic of wrestlers, but he's dealt with that before, right? It's just age, man. That speed and sensibilities, like he had better counter wrestling, and he still showed some good counter wrestling in the clinch. But yeah, man, it was um, it was bad. And again, Rachmaninoff, a guy who is um, you know, was high on you know, I know it's not the, the craziest to be oh, plant your flag, flag on a dude with a dead animal hat and an undefeated record, Dan. wow, you're so smart. But no, I was talking about this guy's game, the intricacies of it, where I saw him, rating him at welterweight. Ceiling long term, uh, when asked the classic comes Kamzat, I gave the less popular at that time. Now it's not, but I gave the less popular at that time, Shavkat answer. And as more caught on, the odds got higher, it got harder to play this guy, especially if you're practically placed out at this time. But again, like the Poetan, hot rounds, get your hot rounds, yeah. Uh, Shavkat round two has just been fucking gorgeous for me. It's been doing me wonders. Playing Shaft got on the rounds. It's been great. Again, these guys who are good with the overpri you you gotta play the rounds. You gotta play the rounds. So it wasn't too big, but it helped. And uh, you know, ultimately still made the difference of a winning and a losing night. Um Paddy, the Paddy, the White Nati Pimlet, Fokanau. Uh, defeated Tony Ferguson. That was really depressing, folks. That was depressing. I know, I know. I, I knew what I was buying into, and this and that. And I knew, that, I knew that Tony was already shot. Oh God, just that level of shot. It was just, was just, re, re, was just, oof, really bad. You know, uh, I never was high on his grappling or the Tenth Planet style, as far as off your back style like that. But like many podcasts have been saying, it is a real indictment of that for sure. It's an indictment of Ferguson. <laughs> Um, all these things his training regime his the people around and they were give, trying to give good advice you know um, I'm not familiar with his corner I saw uh, it was the same corner they were cornering some other people at karate combat prior the dude with the mustache and they were telling him to get up you could see the frustration they just Tony's lost man he's, he's, he's therapy sessions out there he's having therapy sessions out there at this point there's not a competitive fighter out there It's a dude just swimming through his own nightmares and it's really tough to watch um, Patty surprised me with how big he was. He just looked gigantic, not just with his giant head and shit from a fellow big headed guy. I'm not hating, I'm just saying the guy's like a you know, a giant head and Owen Hart out there. And Tony isn't small, and that really surprised me. Um and uh yeah, Patty like striking. like I said, it, it, it looks improved offensively for like the first Few seconds, however long it takes—not forever—how long it takes to be honest to get into the first deep exchange. And as soon as that first deep exchange, like I said, his chin goes right back to normal and he's back to old Patty. So again, I guess the best we could do—you know—I took my 1.5 unit shot. I, in my opinion, it was—it was—it was fine. It was worth it because Patty still almost lost it. Uh, that was terrible to gas. I know he tried to finish him in the first round, but to gas that bad—I didn't know Tony was going to the body, body jabs and stuff. But like. Tony just did not have a lot of umph. could not take a lot. I just, you know, he was not, did not look like he was offering a lot. Paddy seemed like he was in the, the driver's seat the majority of the fight. I, I don't know why he was gassing so badly by the third round like that. Especially when that was the slower paces uh, of it all when he was on top. You know, most more of the standing changes were in the first half, first round, or the heavy striking was in the first round, mainly, to be honest. um, That was just a bad look. Um... So at least the good news is hopefully we can at least, with that promotion, at least get a good line on Patty, you know, the old, you know, the professional watering the plant, so to speak. And we can just get a good line on Patty because, again, those of us who have been watching us watching him since the Cage Warrior days, he's just barely getting past these fights that arguably some of you didn't even get past, whether it's Jared Gordon, Julian Arosa. Um, so, yeah, I'll just, you know, not trying to be a hater, but, uh, you know, I will definitely wait for that. Josh Emmett defeated Bryce Mitchell. Again, some people, some just because the results might not go your way. Uh, this is the same energy, and it does cash here. And we will, we will get this. We will get this replication. Uh, hopefully, for Patty Pimblis' sake, not a, a complete replication, because boy, that was scary. I did not enjoy that. It it almost took the enjoyment out of the way away of a big win because Bryce, uh, Josh Emmett, not only caches, you know, for a unit. at, Nearly two to one, which he did close at two to one, which was just stupid. Um, this isn't just biased to me cashing this, by the way, folks. Like, this reminds me of like when people talk about certain lines, like one of the legendary lines was this sounds crazy to you guys, folks, at the time, but getting Frankie Edgar at UFC 211 for near even money against Yair Rodriguez was just a silly steal. This is a guy at this point who had never been finished. He might have been, uh, in his post prime, but in the very beginning of it, where his style was still functional, like a Clay Guida, you know? Um, And, you know, Yair was, you know, say what you will about the athletic potential was still overhyped and, you know, maybe not as defensively vulnerable as a Paddy Pimblet. but, like, I mean, I remember at that time he didn't even strike from the left side of his body. Like, all his strikes and his punches and his kicks, he would switch his stance, he would do spinning stuff, right? But if you looked, it was literally, he was a one-fucking-sided fighter. It was ridiculous at that point in Yair's career um you think he's getting by on athleticism and stuff now like no 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 he's got be- much better technique now at this point but that was a steal there are certain lines maybe you know i don't know if it'll fit the most reliable underdog or reliable favorite which i do love that category uh by you guys by the way shout out to my guy james kendrick who collected those i'm going to re uh, read those at the end here um but yeah uh emmett mitchell sorry what was i saying um Oh, yeah, yeah, um, but this was just a stupid line. Like, it made no sense, like I said. it. And again, I probably would have hit it harder and had less, even less question about it if I didn't get my ass just fed to me all year, right, with just bad luck and stuff that I have so such PTSD from just getting my ass beat both in this game and out of it all year. I'm just like, where's the stick? Where's the stick? You know, like, you know, where's the trap? Um, but it was just stupid. And again, I had people that I respect, that were heavy on Bryce Mitchell. I'm not trying to be Mr. Revisionist and make myself look good and make other people feel like shit or look bad. That's not what it is. I have been on the wrong side of some really stupid fucking lines myself, okay? I'm just as guilty. Um, but there are some lines that are just really stupid and you want to hope you're at least on the right side of history. At least I was on the right side of history of this one because it just it made no sense. It made no sense. We may have not seen Emmett against that style archetype, But even more so of, like, why are you so confident if you haven't seen him against that style archetype? We've seen him against better styles and more reliable styles and have a more reliable sample size of Emmett. A, in general, off the bat, no argument, that's a fact. But B, Bryce Mitchell is coming off of literally two, it's not even like you have to go digging. Like, his two most relevant sample sizes, his two most uh, recent sample sizes are the most relevant ones for the style. Stout Wrestle Boxers, he lost to Taporia, which, and then he, I, I, I hate the I was sick thing because it really takes it away from Taporia, who goes and shows against Emmett, like, oh no, it wasn't had nothing to do. Like, this guy is legit. And that was kind of ironic because that was like a, you know, classic Dan Tom where I'm ahead of these guys, ahead of the curve promoting them. And then when they finally have their coming out party, that's the one time I, I, I got to be contrarian Dan Tom and go for the fade. But in my defense, do you not see why? Even though I actually could show my work as far as why I took a flyer, and it was an admitted flyer. I admit, is awesome. I've been the one saying he's awesome. He's the deserved favorite, but these are kind of crazy odds, and every prospect has a slip up. This is the flyer, and I was able to show my work. And even without having to show my work, how about just like the number one pound-for-pound puncher? Even if Ngannou was still here, you could still make that argument, because I don't know how fair it is to make that Ngannou the number one pound-for-pound puncher when he's clearly, like, one of the number one pound punchers in the universe (laughs) and he's a heavyweight right but like yeah especially with him not being in the ufc like literally the most scariest pound for pound puncher in the ufc you can make that argument right like it's it's josh emmett and you know you you know especially with these results that we've seen in at least in mma if we go for ufc you know i put him you know over poeton just over poeton as far as pound for pound punching power right That says a lot. You guys know I love Poetan. And I will, you know, stand for him ridiculously. I will overcorrect the steering wheel for him in the opposite way. Like, total bias. But, yeah, like, it validated that. Like, do you see why that it doesn't matter what matchup Josh Emmett's in, that if somebody bets him by knockout, like, you don't have to agree with it. But you should not be making fun and, like, losing your mind. How could you bet? Like, that's how. That's how. Go watch the Michael Johnson fight. That's how. He's losing, and he just deads a guy. That's a, Go watch the Ricardo Lamas fight. That's why. This is some of the most scariest fucking knockouts. I am, like, the least biggest fan. You guys know I'm a technical nerd. Like, right-hand knockouts are the last thing I would give a knockout of the year for, much less something off of recency bias. I, I don't know, man. I think it's, like, the knockout. Of, that was so fucking scary. And again, it was just a reminder. Again, not only did Bryce Mitchell lose to Teporia, and I connected that, that whole justification as far as why Teporia and Emmett are both legit. But even Ige, guy doesn't get enough credit, and I know that the extreme mature bias, but like Ige fought an uncharacteristically really bad fight for him and still arguably won. For anybody that knows criteria or just the common sense of looking at both the fighters to see Bryce Mitchell all fucked up in the eyes, like taking those shots. You really want to take those shots from... Uh, A guy who hits harder than Ige with better takedown uh, defense, uh, arguably, I know the rate didn't show that way, they were like, Ige was like 53, Emmett was like 46, but again, it was the context, right, again, stats people were like, you lost 500 bets, you damn that, and not look at the context, same, and that's fine, and they can point at me losing money because most of them, I guarantee you, lost money on betting the standard, MMA gambling bullshit, shout out to my guy Pepe Silva, where, Oh, young guy! Oh, old guy! Soggy dick! Well, the soggy dick special uh, may not have cashed for Tony Ferguson, but the soggy dick special cashed for Nah, uh, fucking Verratu, Josh Emmett over here. <laughs> so, so stick it. Put that in your pipe and fucking smoke it for the old guys, baby. Style. I love seeing the old old guys in stylistic analysis, stylistic matchups, which is what this sport is based on. It's the matchups, people. It's been told to you. Even from the Rogans of the world from the beginning. Y'all don't listen. It's all about fucking size and age and, and that bullshit. Um, which I know. I know. Like By the statistics, that's why I was like, I don't have to think or have my own opinion as a critical thought. I can just shit on old people and cash and act like I'm the shit. Like, okay, fine. Good. Good on you guys. Because I have a lot of friends that have been cashing on, on those trends too. But you guys know me. You guys know what I'm about, whether it's you know shouting, rooting for the old dudes, y'all must have forgot, the plus monies, the underdogs, by the lines, in life, to sticking to what got me to the dance, and what got these people to the dance, the martial arts, the style, how that interacts. That's it, baby. That's it. Um, that was a beautiful cash. That was a beautiful cash. It was, I can say with no bias... I don't blame anybody for putting that other knockout of the year. Might be mine. And seriously, not just the the line of the year, the betting line of the year. This is this is gonna go down as as one of those all timers. I would imagine. I would love someone to weigh in on this who didn't bet this, that is in the gambling community, because I feel like even people who were on the Mitchell were like, "What the fuck were we on, right? What the fuck was that, right? Like it, it, it he had no he had no business being favored. He had no business being juiced." He had no business being favored, nor juiced on short notice, much less you know, or on a full camp, much less at short notice, which he stepped in there at. It made no sense. That line was the gift of the year, and I don't say that to feel bad because if anybody should, I, I, even someone like me, who is victory lapping right now, still feels bad because I feel like if I were more confident, that would have been an easy two-unit bet. You know, I should have gone in on that motherfucker. God damn, Josh Emmett over Bryce Mitchell. One of the stupidest lines of the last five years, not just this year. Easy winner for this year. Alonzo, uh, let's go uh, real quick to the recap. The uh, you guys in the chat, and we'll finish this out. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, All right. Uh, off topic. Is that you? You Look at Yusuf changed his name to L and thought I wouldn't find out. Don't worry, Dan. I took care of it. Yusuf was a weirdo from the MMA Today from Drake Show. Oh, okay, I didn't see any problematic stuff, but I'll take your word for it. That's why you're there, Jimmy Kudo. James Kendrick says, LOL, Yusuf changing his name. We like to S on Yusuf for his horrendous takes, and I'm with Jimmy here. Zang, <laughs> Zang Gang is not messing around, folks they uh they are its own entity it's like a it's like a sleeper cell that i created you know what i'm saying like i just i, lo- I like, like 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 you guys are like my 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 mujahideen so i'm listening to the blowback podcast right now so <laughs> i'm thinking in those terms <clears throat> uh Synchro wing hey i bought the sd card oh thank you Synchro wing 256 gig for extra storage on my laptop nice i hope that helps that's awesome you have a, a laptop you can upgrade like that that's such a cool option Rain Lamina. I recently gotten into MMA betting. What do you think of my overall strat? Bet all the Bellator favorites and bet all the women fights to go to decision. Um Yeah, that's not bad. That's another long term one. You know, as much as I, I shit on like the, you know, betting against old dudes. Like obviously old dudes it's a young man's game, folks. I'm not I'm 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 getting excited. I'm not I'm not gonna deny let's just shit on the numbers. There's there are numbers that I don't deny and I'm not denying those. Uh as well as uh, you know, fights going over or Bellator favorites, but the books have caught up on those recently, or not recently, but over the years, and have just continually to steadily kind of price you out on women's overs and stuff, so now you kind of have to just parlay a bunch of those women's overs and big favorites together, um, which can be easy, but then also you can get caught speeding a lot because it's MMA and it's favorites. Ghost Phantom, do you like that Edwards inside-out kick that he was hitting from open stance? Oh, yeah. Uh, could that be a southpaw technique of the year? Uh, because of the gaunt you know, Imobov also do that, you know, that's definitely in the running. I love that kick and I I want to do it myself too. It almost reminds me of like um, uh, Twist kick um, Mechanics is doing like uh, sport karate and taekwondo uh, you were really good. And you could poke people to the stomach with it in that open stance um, It almost was reminding me of that. I know it's a different technique, but uh, you know it's got a similar jive to it for me. Rios is in Truesdale. Yusuf or L or whatever he's going by is a complete chud, as you guys call it. I remember on Drake's show that he claimed Whaley was a representative of Red and saying political stuff. Ooh, yeah, not fun. Um, Dan, he's one of the people who complain that when Whaley wins, all the blames her wins and nonsense on steroids. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. Good, good catch, guys. Uh, Jen Karasu, what do you think of people getting mad at the comparisons of Demetrius Johnson and Pantoja? Uh, mainly the diehard DJ fans who think he's unbeatable when DJ versus Pantoja would have been really good. I think it would have been really good, especially because of the clinch. Um, DJ, that was always a great uh, spot for him. And, um, you know, I do wonder uh, w- w- with Pantoja. There's much more raw there, but Pantoja does a lot of cool stuff in the clinch. And with his striking, I know he gets a lot of, you know, I think that's what a lot of his striking savvy shows. I know, like, a lot of people like will write him off down to a right hand or this or that. Which, by the way, I told you guys, uh, when I played the Pantoja by knockout—that would have, that would, that would have. I, I thought he was going to do the Edson Barbosa uh, or the uh, when Edson Barbosa fought um, Shane Burgos, because he looked like he was doing the stumbling off thing for a second. And I told you guys that right hand—he's been stunned by uh, five of his six last fights, and then uh, almost like four times, different times, uh, he got like really rattled. It seemed like by Pantosia right hands. And if one of those would have. Uh, put him down you see why, why I played that KO and then that would have oh that would have been a huge swing actually too That would have been a big swing. Oh my god. Ah oh, these swings so close. These swings again I'm I'm grateful that this was a winning night, but even when it's a winning night. It's a small winning night I can't help but like just again, man Just If this variance thing is a real then yeah, Maybe not you know, karma deserve it do okay Maybe those other things exist, but if this variance thing y'all talk about real these easy nights, come on! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. I don't want to say the word do, but you know, I gotta experience some of those this year, right? Um, yeah, I don't know why people are getting mad at that. Like, I, I didn't really see too many comparisons. I don't see a reason to compare it. They're they're awesome or whatever. But if you want to for fun, that's cool. I don't see why anybody should get mad at that. Um, they're both awesome fighters, um, and I'm I'm happy to see Pantoja getting that respect. Uh, speaking of. James Kendrick speaking of which did you like Whaley's respectful call out of Alexa Grosso? Uh, you know why I like it personally because MMA media and MMA forum guys get angry at anything Whaley does because she's Chinese <laughs> yeah um, I'm sure there's a lot of that as well I didn't see the call out actually and uh, it doesn't surprise me that Whaley was respectful and uh, that's actually like a, a really good matchup I don't know you know we got Suarez in the wings. I don't know what's going on. we're going to have a contenders fight. Number one contenders fight with Blanchfield and Fiorou. So we'll see. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't hate that as far as, you know, super fights go. Um, And is actually a good fighter, James Kendrick adds. Yes, yes, that is. People hate on good fighters as well. Uh, Makoto Kaiogoku, speaking of cherry-picking and going with undefeated fighters, our group here got stronger on the Zang Gang uh, love after... Uh, she lost the first time to Rose. Yeah, we all kept that same energy. That is very true. Great point. So uh, Mikato's adds. So f those people who side with the undefeated. Yep, that's right. Yeah, we keep that same energy. That's why I respect people like who are hardcore fans of like losing sports franchises. Even though I'm not like big into that scene, I respect those fans. You know who who keep that same energy. Um. Jin Carrasso, do you find the narrative that Sh- Shavkat runs li- through Liev annoying? Both Shavkat and Leon have really good clinches, uh, which is rare. I feel like that fight is close and people make it. That's a great point. That is a great point, yeah. I, I mean, my gut reaction is, is Shavkat would, uh, you know, his opportunism um, would pay off, especially because he's shown that he can focus more, uh, even when injured, with that Thompson fight, right? Um, but that being said, anybody just like completely writing them off or like think it's gonna be like a washing or whatever, that's dangerous thought right there. I would caution that for sure. All right, I'm gonna knock out the prelims and we'll get the F out of here. I know it's a late show, but you know, I don't know how these boxing fights are going, but in case you're not entertaining, hopefully I'm providing some entertainment. Alonzo Menafield defeated Dustin Jacoby. Uh I'm glad I stayed away from Jacoby. I said he was a parlay piece, but again, these I even though I picked him and I didn't take the dynamic too seriously. I did give credit to the dynamic of countering. He wasn't a southpaw. He wasn't as reliable men of field, so I didn't pick him. But is that not the dynamic, right? Um, I forget. Somebody was it, was it somebody was it like Christian or Silas on the Fight Side podcast? Um. Or uh, I don't know who it was. was it my guy Clint? Shout out to Clint. I don't know. I saw somebody comparing him to Rob Font. And that was kind of a a decent comparison In the sense of, you know Feeling out, off that jab But if somebody has a counter to that jab And those certain counters they just Those are kind of his kryptonite there And that seems to be the case with Jacoby He's just winning the majority of the rounds But he's giving so much That they eventually find their big moment And are able to I know they hate to use the word In the official judging trainings When they're uh, giving languages They don't like to hear that somebody stole a round uh, but yeah, you know, essentially, Adrien Aldana defeated Carajosa. That seemed like a fun fight. I wasn't like watching it too closely, but man, uh, when I redo my female fighters of the year, I'm gonna have to, you know, pick between that fight and uh, not fight of the year, but like top five, my top five, because I love me some Adrien Aldana. Uh, her and Leslie Smith is always like a favorite of mine. I always try to squeeze in there, but uh, maybe I have to rewatch and compare what was better, Leslie Smith Aldana or Carajosa Aldana. You guys can give your opinions on that one. Cody Garbrandt defeated Brian Kelleher. Uh, I had, like, the John Lineker fight in my mind, and essentially, you know, as far as the athleticism and speed difference, that's what came to be. Cody Garbrandt won that. Lipsky defeated Casey O'Neill Again, we're all getting love, uh, blinded for our love for Casey O'Neill here because, um, you know, even though I didn't play her, um, this was just another classic. Even I did pick her these last two times, but even though I picked her with the bias, I did say, I you know, feel like dogger pass spots, the more mature lady is has the plus number next to their name. Um and I saw a lot of people asking on Casey O'Neill's performance. I will defend her and say that like she did state that, like, you know, which makes sense. You go look at it. It looked like she got really just rocked in her socks kind of a deal and wasn't was on autopilot, and that was the case. And we see that a lot, and I think a lot of times we forget about that. Um, and we need to cut some leeway for fighters in general. I think Fanyo brought this point up about a fight not too long ago, and I, th- I thought it was a great point. I think it's worth repeating here, especially because it's not me like standing for somebody. Like it's clearly what happened if you go watch the fight. Like even without her giving her explanation, but yeah, she was definitely disappointed in it. Uh, obviously, she any fighter would be in a low place. So it, it does suck to see people just get shit on, them. it's like they they know they, they they just got really fucked up. You know what do you want? What do you want from them? You know, did uh, and Beck up defeated Cody Durden? I jinxed. I jinxed, uh, I jinxed Durden. Uh, again, I don't feel the worst for losing this bet. And it's not really surprising because, again, it's classic, classic Dan Tom, right? Um, losing w- Winning nights, losing nights, good years, bad years. Man, me and like losing the first bets of the night is just like... <laughs> I remember the one of the last times I started off on a card not having to stress and winning an early bet. You got to go back like two years ago. So when it was Brad Tavares defeated Omari Akhmedov, and I had Tavares money line I unloaded on it I had Tavares by decision and this was back when I had like only like three or four bets a card and I didn't do the round robins so the fact that like one third of my bets cash and it was my chalk like safe bets I was essentially like guaranteed a winning night and it was like the second fight of the night and I was just like and again I was grateful for it I didn't it wasn't like the universe, like, oh, Dan was a little shitbag that night. Like, no. I am fucking, that's the ironic part. I am fucking grateful for these things. I am a good winner, <laughs> I would like to think. And, um, I never saw that night again. Never saw a night like that again. Nope. Uh, but yeah, it's always, like, first. I remember, like, back in the day, like, I forget, it was, like, Taylor Lapolis for, like, some Japanese dude, like, back in, like, the early Fight Pass days, like, 2014, almost 10 years ago now. I remember waking up for some random fight card, like because I had a bet on uh, on it. I had bets on the card, and I had, like a bet on the first fight of the card. I remember just waking up and going like, losing that bet, going like, mm, something about this. This feels like this is my thing, and unfortunately, that self fulfilling prophecy, baby. Losing the first first bets of the night. We'll see. We'll see if we can break that trend. Like. I'm going to, I'll probably place a prelim bet no matter what it is on the first card of the uh 2024 just to see where, where we stand on 2024. Like, that's going to be the omen. Like, the that's going to be like the groundhog's day, you know? The groundhog to see, you know, are we going to have a long winner this year? Like, let's <laughs> see if, uh, nope, nope. It, it, death taxes and Dan Tom losing his first bet of the night. Andre Feely defeated Lucas Almeida. Was really happy for Feely, especially after, you know, losing his dog and the John Wick thing. You know, his, he must have been in his own John Wick mode, man. Like, I'll tell you after I was telling you about my recap of the year and if on top of it I was going to lose my dog this last, uh, I was just like, fuck. Ah, yeah. I would have been Dan Wick for sure. Um, Shamil Gaziev defeated Martin Buzai. Hey, Buzai. Yeah. That's that. All right. That recaps that. Boom. 134. Wow. Jesus. 134. Finished that just over an hour or just under an hour of a recap of that um, alright I'm going to just touch on some award categories I may have a guest come on that you guys are familiar with to just kind of recap some end of the year stuff um, I think I'm just going to do just just a couple basic awards I don't even think I'm going to do coach or gym because I'm way too biased to do that you know I'm just going to give it to my guy Nick in Extreme um, I think I'll do here's the basic ones I'll be doing male fighter of the year female fighter of the year fight of the year knockout of the year submission of the year five basic ones Um, because it's your guys if you guys want to suggest any neckies you can do it from now till whenever I do the show you hit me at Dan Tom MMA yeah, you know reach out to the podcast in those ways comment in this comment section like share do all those things as well please but uh, I'm going to pull up my guy James Kendrick who was kind enough to recap uh, what we got going here ba up ba boom Let's see. What did James Kendrick get? Here we go. All right. Um, he even was kind enough to even get, like, the people who did it. All right. Uh, most Reliable Favorite. Um, we're going to do that one. That was a James Kendrick suggestion. Most Reliable Underdog, we're going to do that one. That's seven. Uh, the only bet I think I want to add to that one, and, again, might be already kind of gave it away who's going to get it, but I think it's a good one is... Um, best line of the year, right? Uh uh maybe a best bet and worst bet of the year. Maybe maybe that one. We'll do that or you know maybe because best line could be maybe best bet. Um but yeah, uh those might be the betting ones I add, best line, best bet, worst bet, but we I'm 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 going to keep in the same language uh most reliable favorite, most reliable underdog. I think that's a really good one. Best bodywork performance, Jimmy Kudo. Jimmy, you're speaking my language. Of course, we gotta have best bodywork performance. That's 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 yes. Uh, southpaw technique of the year, Ghost. Ghost. We're definitely doing southpaw technique of the year. Um, I think we're gonna have a couple southpaw awards. I think we're gonna have a southpaw of the year award. So we have a southpaw of the year. We have a southpaw technique of the year. Um, and then I'm gonna have a uh, kind of a joke category, but not really. We're gonna have the southpaw podcast of the year. And uh, every nominee is going to be the Southpaw podcast. And uh, it's going to be a mystery who I give it to. I know. Uh, We'll see who wins the Southpaw podcast of the year, which will have four nominees, all the same nominee. Shout out to my guy Sam Yang, Jason Sargas. Those guys are just awesome. Way too kind of me. And that's that's, that's definitely a a podcast that uh, could use your support, folks. Uh, We're all going through tough times. And... uh, you know, as far as communities that give back and are good for the community, uh, I'm just a silly betting show, folks. Like that podcast's got a good community that's worth contributing to. Um, James Kendrick has a "But Why" for piss poor fight IQ. Jim Karasu, I like that. But why? that's a really creative one. I like that. I like that. Jim Karasu, we're definitely doing that. But why piss poor fight IQ? Uh, I had a similar phrase one, and I can't remember what that um uh th- that award was now. Uh, Makatsu Goku best Chinese fighter of the year award. Um, <clears throat> even though you know the uh people who got mad at kane Velasquez's Brown Pride tattoo will probably uh we will probably get a similar crowd getting mad at us, but that's obviously not our crowd, folks. <laughs> and for that reason, uh, I would definitely even more love to embrace that award. Just cause why not? Uh, best Chinese fighter of the year, and we can get creative with it. You know, we can give it to like Peter yan or like you know Kevin Lee. You know. <laughs> Fantasy Chinese Fight League, just like you know the Fantasy Jewish Fight League. semmelsberger Rosenstruck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, no, we can we can both be funny and and serious with that award. Um, so what was that? Five from the regular awards. We have six for you guys, right? I added about three betting and two podcasts. And, I'll probably try to round it out I'll try to keep it to like maybe like 10 there so 6 uh, 10 that's 15 and then the only 3 these are actually originals from when I actually tried to do Nekis like years ago so I'm going to kind of keep consistent and I didn't go look at all the categories but some of them that were I just remember were, were classic necky categories were um, Heartbreak of the Year and Feel Good Moment of the Year I think those are really good ones so we're definitely doing heartbreak of the year, we're definitely doing feel-good move of the year, and I wrote another one. This is uh Dan Tom's most disrespected fighter of the year. You know, and you know, maybe that that could be redundant considering I tend to go contrarian and use my fighter of the year to give who is the most disrespected is maybe maybe that isn't the same, I don't know, but that is one I'm throwing around as well. So any suggestions throw my way. Um we're definitely going to keep, you know, I definitely want to try to keep it to to, you know, around 15. Uh, we're definitely being under 20, but around 15 is my goal. We're already kind of almost there, to be honest. So it's more just whittling it down, um, both because it's listener contributions and because you guys have genu- genuinely good contributions. I'm keeping your guys' in some shape or form, and you guys will have a uh, first dibs as far as what to say. So uh, it probably won't be till the beginning of the year when I hit you with that recap uh, little pseudo-award show, but I do want to give you guys something. I am working with something uh, with a guest. But if you guys want to contribute, uh, the categories, that's what we have so far. And, um, you know, uh, if James Kendrick or one of you guys don't beat me to it, which you probably will, but if not, it's totally cool. I'll I'll probably do it. Maybe I might comment what we have to keep tabs under this video, too, to have another place to keep comment sections. All right. Going to get out of here. Last of the chat before we get out. Um, Ghosts. James recording these for you is quite cool. Shouts to him. Absolutely, that was a huge help. He saved me some prep time on the podcast today, actually. So thank you, James Kendrick. Again, I don't deserve you guys, man, and that is part of the reason why I want to do better and do more. And even though you guys would be totally understanding for the breaks that I take, um, it's also why I don't like to do it because I want to give you guys content. You guys are just so so key to me, and if, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but for whatever reason. If I have become a, a key part of your entertainment and weekly visit, I want to respect that because I do not take that for granted. I am so grateful for that. I am so grateful for this. I am so grateful for everything. Um, please don't get it twisted. I know I can come off like a like a, like a complaining complaining cut sometimes. And uh, I apologize if I do. It's not my intention. I am I'm very grateful for this, for you guys. I wish you guys nothing but the best. I know it's been a rough year. Um, I'm just going to look to survive this holidays and New Year's without a... Uh, uh, family and uh, you know uh, the normal friends gonna go roll tomorrow for some uh, pre Christmas Eve rolls at least so I can see my gym friends at least that'll be nice get on the mats did some hot yoga yesterday to get back try to get back on my workout grind I'm just gonna keep doing that man I'm um, just gonna keep grinding you know don't don't have the betting results to post don't have the dramatic low weight and flexing photos with the beach behind me or trips that I was planning and I had to I, I, I lost all these opportunities this year Which is fine We're gonna make up for it next year As much as I didn't wanna say that As much as it's not as fun To have something to flex in the show I don't know I got you guys man I got my dogs I got this Um, I got what's left of my health And uh Which is a lot And I'm grateful for it So I'm I'm, I'm super grateful I love you guys I wish you guys the best year Please Reach out to your loved ones Friends, family If you have them uh, if you don't my line's always open looks like i have some free time I don't know if I can be like the Jared Gordon savior out there but what he does promote for all the reasons is, is really important whether you struggle with the drug addictions or whatever or just like uh, like myself when you struggle with the seasonal blues it's biological you have the depressions or whatever else um, or you're just going through a tough time and a tough year which I can you know, relate to on, on, on some levels we're not all different some people have it. crazier things that I could not comprehend dealing with but you know if I can be a friend, if I can help in any way, hopefully. Uh, hopefully this was a help, and uh, love you guys. Have a, have a great year. Uh, those are pretty good, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Ghost. Uh, have a great end of the year. Have a safe New Year's, safe holidays, whatever you guys celebrate. And uh, always protect your